Well, let's also throw Rick in there, too. But yeah, uh, I'm going to throw you in there. Yeah, right. He's, he's the host to be named later. <laughs> right. I made a trade. But uh, anyway, here we are. We're all back together pretty much this week. And I'm going to knock on some something here. But everything yeah. is, seems to be working well right now. So I'm going to shut up while I'm ahead. But I will be back <laughs> with some comments. And, oh, yeah, he's going to talk about that Patriots game. I know he is. No, anyway, yes, he is. Uh, all right, well, what's your this, is, uh, <laughs> this is show number 174. It is uh, 12-21-21, so our last uh, 21st of the, you know, we go and get into those 22s next month, next month. but uh, this is our Christmas uh, edition, I guess we'd call it, and mm-hmm. so Merry yeah, Christmas sure to everybody. Next week we'll sort of do our New Year's edition because we're not taking any weeks off because we are we are dedicated people here and this is the only way we're ever going to catch up to all things radio. So, okay, so they're we wimps. They're wimps over there. They cannot. <laughs> right, okay, that's right. That's right. So anyway, so what's the agenda? You may ask. Well, we have our panel. Of course, we'll go through that. We have uh, the uh, sports deaths this week. Then we go to the NFL. Uh, maybe any, any little college football notes there might be. NBA. Uh, college basketball, there are a, little, a couple of notes on that. NHL, baseball, and um, the uh, just uh, the calendar for MLS because it's kind of interesting because we find out where, where the World Cup is because I didn't even know about that. So anyway, I guess I'll start off with the uh, panel and I'll talk a little bit first about my Throwback Friday, which was <laughs> which was crazy. I went to our NBP Christmas party and um, I was, uh, just as I was about to go out the door, it turned out our internet died. It's been on its last legs for a while, so Kathy got on the phone, she set up the appointment for Verizon, and then they came the next day and everything worked out fine. But what happened was, so I figured I wouldn't have any internet when I got home, and I'm waiting for the ride, and it didn't come, and it didn't come, so I said, well, I'm not carrying very much stuff, I'm, I'm really not carrying anything, and it's a nice enough night, I'm gonna take the MBTA, or as we call it, the T. I had not taken the T, in 1,232 days, a.k.a. 176 weeks. So, in other words, two days before this show actually started, because it started okay. on, uh, you know, August uh, 5th of that year. It was August 3rd of, of 2018, because I've been taking the ride to work or, or going places where I really didn't know where I was going. So I took the tea, and everything was fine. Went through our newly remodeled station here in Wollaston, and that was fine. So uh, that was kind of an experience and a kind of a throwback to go home and, and no Internet. So I went back to 2008, basically, uh, you know, because uh, with no Internet. But uh, as far as Patriots, oh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, you know, they they got a big game coming up. They can win the division and everybody will be happy if they beat Buffalo this week anyway. And so that's fine. Uh, Celtics are still treading water. Bruins haven't been playing and we'll talk about hockey later. So. But all in all, just kind of an unusual Friday, but uh, it all worked out. Got the internet back on Saturday, and, and it's much better. We needed a new modem. I think we got the modem in 2009 or something, so there you go. Okay, well, Rick, what's happening with you? Well, not much. been kind of a quiet. I'm finally coming down from many Christmas parties, and I can get some <laughs> rest now. Um, happy winter solstice, and Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, the Giants... Uh, and keep Giants and Bears are trucking on. The, the draft picks are staying up there, so that's a good thing. <laughs> all, all I want for Christmas is a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. um, and the, the rumor is starting to build with uh, Russell Wilson. And he's told. You remember last year we said he'd, he'd waive his trade no trade contract to go to Dallas, Chicago, New Orleans, or Denver. Well, this year it's I guess New Orleans, Denver, or the Giants. Hmm. Um, and I think the Giants definitely have the the best of the draft capital to trade for him, but. 
they don't have much cap room. Uh, but I've decided, watching Tampa Bay and Kansas City the last couple of years, that if you want to get something under the cap, you can do it somehow. There's oh, yeah. no ways around it. You know? Yeah. And we had a we had an amazing thing happen here in the last couple of days. After after the Patriots lost Saturday night, Bill Belichick gave his press conference, and it's his usual press conference. We've seen it for over twenty years here, where it's it's you know three four war dances and and grumps and sniffles, and that's about it. And, <laughs> Um, but Monday, he had his press conference, and he started off by saying, I want to apologize to you people. Um, the way I acted the other night, um, we got we could down 20 to nothing, and we looked at the film, and we didn't play very well, but that wasn't your fault. I shouldn't have taken out on you, so I want to apologize. And why? Well, you know, what have you done with Bill Belichick? This Has he got crazy. a new girlfriend that's maybe trying to make well, it with you and being or something? They're saying that's, that's an influence, but I think I know what happened. I think Sunday night he was visited by three spirits. <laughs> football past, football f- present, and football future. And evidently the football future must have showed him that if he keeps up like this, he's going to end up coaching in Jacksonville someday or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one's going to like him. Yeah. No one's going to like him. That's the only him. thing I could figure out. <laughs> uh, Perry, are we looking at a white Christmas in Iowa? Or? Uh, no, it's going to be a huh? brown Christmas in <laughs> Iowa because the... <laughs> The temperatures on Christmas are going to be up around 40. Um, of course, it was 70 degrees last Wednesday, and you know what that caused. And, uh, we had 21 <laughs> different tornadoes reported across the state, and apparently the weather service is still counting them, so there might be a couple more. But uh, in, in all the tornado risk this year, the tornado count has been down. We had two days of tornadoes, and that was really about it last December, you know, last Wednesday. And then back in July, we had a big day, and that's really about it. So it's, it, other than two days, has been pretty quiet. But the uh, sports world is active. We know hockey is um, pausing for a few days. Adam Silver has just announced, though, that the NBA will not be pausing. So don't well, expect uh, that out of Well, what a surprise that. on Christmas Day that they wouldn't take Christmas that's Day That's right. Yeah. But, um, yeah. He said they will. They are continuing on, and of course, we'll get to you know all that stuff a little later. Um, the basketball season for the colleges is well underway here. The Rams play tonight, so it'll be supper and Tuesday night and football. We will, so. we will have a we will have a correspondent there. So yes, yes we will. So, uh, David USF is supposed to go to the game, and he said if he had a chance, he would call into the show. So uh, we'll see. Yes. So uh, we'll be <laughs> listening to that game. We can't watch it here for some reason. They're giving us the. Washington football game and the Eagles. I would have no idea why they would give us that game, but they did. Uh, but, you can get, uh, you can uh, listen to uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, your Rams guy there. He's he's pretty yes. good. He's pretty he's good. Not bad. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Bill, I imagine after Saturday night, I imagine you're in a festive mood this time of year. Well, you know, that was a game they should have had wrapped up a little earlier than what happened. But I, I don't know if. We're fortunate that maybe we have a game breaker in Jonathan yep. Taylor, and I'm—he's going to be Santa Claus for the Colts this year, right? I believe so. But <laughs> you know what? I, the more I see Carson Wentz, the more I say I'm not really impressed by him. No, I'm really. No, you should have heard Zolak. He was not impressed with Wentz, and they, they, yeah. he said, "You know, they're keeping it out of his hands. They're not letting him screw this up." Is basically what he said. Yeah, uh, yep. I I think they're sorry they had to give a first round draft choice for him. Who knows what can happen between the year? But what a difference one one valuable player 
can make. Um, and things just happened in New England. They just went wrong. You know, a couple interceptions and played a lousy first half. Too many errors. Too many penalties. Punch, yeah. Block punts. That was a big play in the game. I mean, you know, the, because the Patriots would have been ahead uh, without the. But you know, I mean, they've had three block punts this year. That's unlike them. So. And the other thing is, we've had people say this is the first time the Colts have beaten the Patriots since two thousand nine. Some people have been alive more longer than. You know what? That streak it was, was the first Patriots Colts game since 1997 that neither Brady nor Manning were in. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. That that's something. And you know, I mean, you know, flukes can happen, but nine times out of ten, I think New England's going to beat the Colts probably. But I think they're peaking at the right time. So. Will they go all the way? No. Will they make the playoffs? Maybe. They could. They're, they're in good shape. I think yep. they're in pretty good shape. So well, let's turn it over to my friend out in uh, who is a big Las Vegas Raiders fan. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we got lucky yesterday. That's all I can tell you. And I, I want to thank the NFL for moving the game from Saturday to Monday because if it was on Saturday, I would not have been able to watch it. So I'm I'm glad it was moved to Monday. That's why uh, I had other responsibilities on Saturday, so the NFL actually did me a favor. But um, and let's see, around here we had a we had an earthquake uh, uh, in the uh, not in our local area, but it was uh, close enough for close enough for us to feel it. Uh, it happened over on the coast in Eureka. It was 6.2 yesterday, so it kind of shook things up in the house yesterday. Um, so uh, that was the excitement part of our day. And we and uh, you were asking about a white Christmas, uh, Rick, in Iowa. Well, there's a good possibility we might have a white Christmas in Northern California. We're under a severe winter storm warning uh, with possible blizzard conditions from today all the way through Sunday. So we might actually get the bad weather for Christmas. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, I'll talk about the uh, other sports things that I'm going to cover when they come up. So, Sean, over to Texas. Well, it's going to be 80 degrees on Christmas Day. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to, had to mention that, yeah. It's going to be 80 degrees. So, But anyway, uh, things are going pretty good around here. Like I said, it's kind of interesting uh Extra football, the bowl games. Eh, I haven't really watched a bowl game yet this year, but I'll probably peek in on one of them tonight, UTSA and San Diego State, because see how UTSA is doing and peek in on it a bit. But anyway, uh, also, we don't want you all to forget, Thursday night, since there's no All Things Radio, it'll be the Legend Christmas Soiree, the Legend Christmas Extravaganza, 6.30 p.m. Eastern in the normal legend spot. Also, if you would like to contact us at any time throughout the week, you can email us, uh, sportslounge at allthingsradio.net or 773-572-7715 or go to 800-693-0595 option 2. Say it is for Sports Lounge Live. And if you want to call in and you're listening to us live uh, on Tuesday afternoon, uh, if you got the Zoom link, you can use it, or uh, 
download the Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923. And then when you're in there, either if you're on the app or on the phone or computer, you do code 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice if you're on the phone. If you're on the computer or your app, then you're already there. Also, if you miss any, if you need to hear scores, schedules, all that stuff, go to 712-432-3642. Board 9 is the Sports Lounge Board. Board 13 is the Schedules Board, especially with these changes. And all the bowl schedules, the bowl schedule, XM and TV are all still up there. So anyway, let's get on with the show. All right. So we have... Uh, the first guy that died is Len Haas. Now, the speech was pronouncing it House, but it's H-A-U-S-S, so that's definitely Len Haas. Rick will remember him. 79 years old, uh, Washington Redskins played for them as their center from 64 through 77. He made the Pro Bowl in uh, 66, 68 through 70, and 72. One of the uh, 70 best Redskins of all time when they had their uh, anniversary uh, team. He was voted that. He died of respiratory arrest. And, of course, he was in one Super Bowl, the one that the uh, Gary Premier Super Bowl, that uh, uh, Super Bowl Seven, Miami went on to the undefeated season, beating the Redskins 14-7. to And he was in that game. So that was his only Super Bowl appearance. Lionel Antoine, 71 years old. He went to college at Southern Illinois. He was the third pick in the 1972 draft. He played for the Bears from 72 through 79. He had a knee injury ended his career, and he uh, he was an offensive tackle. He died in his sleep, so he wins the uh, Kenny Rogers Award on that one. That's good for him. Uh, Bill Mahoney, 82 years old. He went. Uh, he was a, a college hockey coach in Canada and then assistant for the Capitals from 80 through 81, and the head of the Adirondack team in the WHA. And then he did the uh, head coach of the Minnesota North Stars, 82 through 83, and then for a few games in 84, first 13 games in the 84-85 season, his record was 42-39-12. And then uh, and, uh, he was had died of complications from dementia. Gene... Uh, Perbola, and I actually remember this guy just barely. I used to listen to BU football back in the day. This is our first BU guy, and that's my alma mater that we've had. And, of course, they dropped football in 97, but this guy was way back. He was 83 years old. He was from the Bronx. He uh, he uh, played for BU uh, through 59. Then he played for the Raiders in 60, and then Denver 61 through 63. He said six receiving touchdown, and he caught the first Raiders game-winning touchdown on uh, from Tom Flores on June, September 25th, uh, 1960, when they beat Houston 14 to 13. So that was probably one of our four o'clock games. We one of the first ones we ever saw, and he was a teacher and coach in New Jersey after that, and he had heart disease and. Uh, he also played basketball at BU in the 57-58 season. So I kind of remember that name just barely when we had Bob Murphy and Don Gillis doing BU. That's how far back that goes. Harry Jacobs, linebacker, 84 years old, played for the Patriots, the Boston Patriots, from 60 through 62. Then Buffalo, 63 through 69. Obviously, uh, when he got a chance, uh, Lou Saban brought him with him. Remember, Lou was the first coach of the Patriots, Nick's father. And then he went to Buffalo after he was fired here. And so he went, uh, it brought Harry Jacobs with him. And then he played six games from the New Orleans Saints in 70. He had 12 interceptions in his career. He was an AFL All-Star in 65 and 69 and won the championship with Buffalo in 64 and 65. And one of 20 to play in all 10 years of the AFL 
And uh, I'd, I'd love to hear a list of those. I, I know George Blanda would have been one. Gino Capaletti would have been one. Uh, I think, uh, oh, I'm trying to think. I had another one that I was uh, think of. Uh, oh, Jim Otto, I think, played in all, all the 20, uh, in all 10 years. So that would be a fun list to go through. Maybe, David, if you're listening or, or you hear the show later, maybe you can find out who those guys were. It would be kind of fun to go through someday. We can do it quickly. And Kurt uh, Ridley, 70 years old. He was a goalie. Uh, he was born in Manitoba, NHL goalie. 104 games he played in, and uh, two games for the Rangers, then in 74 and 75, then for Vancouver, 76 through 80, and then six for Toronto in 80 and 81. His uh, decisions were 27, 47, and 12, 16. And then uh, apparently the, the way they do goalie decisions is like baseball. He played in 104 games, but they didn't add up. So obviously he must have come in for a mop-up. But I don't know how they award wins or whatever for for um, you know goalies, uh, unlike baseball, we know how that works. So anyhow, that's our list for this week. So we can get to the NFL scoreboard. And the first one, we, we, we have two coaches that we need to talk about here. And the first one is the coach of the Chargers. Because Kansas City beat the Chargers 34-28 to in overtime. And Brandon Staley decided, as he always does, that he's got to go for fourth downs, if, if, even if he's in, on, at least on, in the same town as, as where he has to get to for the first down. He will always go for fourth downs. I think he missed two out of three. Easy and field he goal. Did it five, he did it five times, Chris, in the yeah. game. How many did he make and how many did he miss? Uh, three, three out of five. Three out of five he made, but he could have kicked two field goals, which would have you know, won the game. You know, I mean, all things yeah. staying the same would have won the game. You know, I mean, this is ridiculous. I, I would not, I would fire this guy and I'd fire. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, Harbaugh is a much better, you know, this is a newer coach, but I would fire Harbaugh, Harbaugh. And we'll get to him too. I mean, oh this, yeah, this I cannot me believe what he did. Ugh. Yeah. So the chiefs are now the number one seed. Of course, we'll talk about the standings in a little while, but um, that, thanks to the chargers. And if they complain that they don't make the playoffs and didn't win the division, this game is right there. They could have been tied with the chiefs and just kick a couple of field goals and then make the chiefs at least have to come back on you and give your, give your, give the rest of your team a chance. You know, the defense plays football too. You know, you, you can't, when you do that, you're just saying you guys are chopped liver and our offense is wonderful. And that that's ridiculous, you know. Yeah, they, they would have been tied with them, Chris, but they actually would have been. They had the tiebreakers. They would have beaten them twice this year. That's correct. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So, well, the Colts. We kind of already talked about this. The Colts beat the Patriots twenty-seven seventeen, and uh, it was Patriots played a lousy first half. A lot of penalties, a lot of mistakes. A red zone interception by Mac Jones played a very good second half. Scared the Colts to death. Came back from twenty to nothing, make it to twenty to seventeen. But then Jonathan Taylor went for sixty-seven yards, and that was the end of it. Uh, and but then they had to block punt too, which also was important. So Patriots could have could have won this game, but uh, they didn't. And uh, but they're still in good shape. I think they've got the second seed, and uh, you know, and it, it certainly was a big win for the Colts, and uh, they're in good shape uh, for the playoffs, as good a shape as anybody is who's not leading their division. It gets crazy in the AFC. And uh, all right, here's one that uh, I'm sure uh, if we just thought about it a little bit, we all would have predicted last week that Detroit would have beat Arizona 30 to 12. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. what was wrong with us? Why didn't we see this coming? <laughs> Kyler uh, uh, Murray was not good. I don't know whether it's his injury or what, but he, he wasn't very good. And and guess he hasn't been good for the last few weeks. And uh, I don't know. I, I didn't hear too much about the game, but it was obvious from the start that they were going to win. It was, you know, they just outclassed them, really. Yeah. 30 to 12. I just couldn't believe and if that. I can, yeah, if I can just do a, a quick rant about coaches. Now, this, I mean, this didn't make any difference in the game because they were going to lose anyway. But with like four minutes left, 
Arizona got a touchdown. They were behind 27 to six and they got a touchdown and <laughs> he goes for two points. Yeah. No, they, they weren't, they weren't going to go back and get, they weren't going to get two more touchdowns. So it really no. didn't matter, but it doesn't help you at all. And, and full disclosure, disclosure, um, the Arizona kicker is on my fantasy team. There you so go. That's, yeah. <laughs> it just didn't yeah. make any sense no. at all. No, the chart, I don't know what these, they are get rid of the chart. You, you also need to know that, uh, two pointers are fifty percent, and extra points of eighty to ninety percent. So get the extra point, get the point while you can. You know, okay. Especially when you well, we'll get to that later. Go ahead. Dallas and a work. Thought, he thought Go he ahead. was back at Texas Tech where they score fifty, sixty points, and he could get that in like uh, yeah. four minutes yeah. or whatever. Well, against the Lions' defense, there's a thought, but. Uh, wasn't going to work. Um, okay, Dallas beat the Giants in a workmanlike performance, twenty-one to six, and uh, they they did what they had to do to win. They didn't play particularly well, I don't think, but the no, Giants no, were the Giants. And that was it. Yeah. And uh, they Jones put Daniel Jones. The on, yeah. uh, they put Daniel Jones on IR, so I guess you're stuck yeah. with Mike Glennon for the rest of the year. Oh, it may, actually, maybe Jake Fromm this year. No, I mean this week because okay. he came in for All the right. last drive and actually looked better than Glennon's. Well, it was okay. funny because people were talking about that they wanted to see him and all this, and and the guys on FAN in the morning were saying that's silly. The guy's only been here like two weeks. You know, <laughs> they just want yeah. something different. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. well, you can't look my worse. <laughs> Houston beat Jacksonville thirty to sixteen. I thought having the weight of Urban Meyer off their necks would uh, help the Jaguars, but yeah, it didn't seem too. to do much good. No. no. And if the draft were and if the draft were held today, Jacksonville would have the number one pick. So yeah, we were also talking the rookie quarterbacks. Davis Mills looks pretty good. He, he does. You know, yeah, he, he does. does. Probably, I think you yeah. could argue he's the behind Mac Jones. He's probably the second yeah. best rookie quarterback. Yeah, although this year. Fields is starting to come on now, but yeah. And uh, he came out of Stanford, and nobody, and nobody ever paid attention to him while he was there. So. Good for Houston. And, uh, and I Trayvon. suppose here's just as good of a time to say Urban Meyer out at Jacksonville. That's yeah. correct. And, uh, yeah, well, we, we can get into more details. They're firing him apparently with cause, which means they won't have to pay him. Now, I don't know if that's going to stand up. But yeah, they, they say it's with cause. They say it's with cause. And yeah. that's the thing. There's a dispute. Uh, well, I guess we'll just talk about it now. There's a dispute about uh, whether he kicked the kicker, Josh Lambeau. Some people say he did. Some people say he didn't. They say there was yep. a surveillance tape that said he did, but uh, that he, he a bunch that's of denials. I don't know. Yep. You and know. he had to deal with his coaches the week before where he yelled at him and made him show their resume. He said, what have you ever won? And yeah. Yeah, there was an incident yeah. with uh, – Well, why'd you hire – the question you would ask if you were a coach, why'd you hire me then? Exactly. Yeah. And when, he, when oh. he got fired, he just left the building and didn't tell any of his assistant coaches or anybody. They left me. You know, we got to do a game plan for this week. Yeah. 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 Well, the rumor going around was that he was doing anything he could to get fired – yeah, because yeah. apparently he wanted one of these college jobs that, you know, one of the big ones that were open. And, of course, they fired him too late for him to get one of them. Yeah. yeah. He wanted right. USC. He wanted USC. You know, the, uh, who, other than Dick Vermeil and uh, Jimmy Johnson, whoever really works out from college, not in the modern era, not yeah. too many. Well, actually, many. actually I, if you're well, if you wanted, I, yeah, I actually have. I got it last week. I can read it next week if you want. Yeah. I have a list of in the last 20 years, the college coaches that have come to the NFL in their records. Yeah. That'd be yeah. pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Carroll's the only other one that really did. Well, that's and I, and I, in college and back to pro. So. Yep. And, yep. I, and I know, I know it's early, but I think Matt rule will be all right in Carolina. You know, I don't know. You know, I they're, don't know. They're, I don't know. They're, we're they're, sticking they're, a fort. And then this week yeah. when we get to the standing. So yeah. I don't know about that, Robert. 
Anyway, just because he did this, and nobody does this anymore, Trayvon Smith ran a 98-yard kickoff return back for Houston. That's pretty yep. cool. Okay, Pittsburgh beat Tennessee 19-13. to Now, the Patriots do get a little luck. Sometimes when they're not playing, they get a little luck, and this certainly was. Tennessee was ahead 13-3. to They weren't, you know, they, again, they were sort of didn't take advantage of all their opportunities. They had opportunities, and the Steelers just kept going and going and going, and they, they beat them. So this uh, put Tennessee behind the Patriots. It gave the Patriots the second seed for the moment, so that was kind of cool. But, you know, four turnovers for uh, Tennessee. So that yep. was, uh, you know, that was the thing. Okay, Buffalo over Carolina, 31-14. Again, I don't know that Buffalo played real well, but they played well enough to beat Carolina. Carolina's not very good. and This yeah. puts a fork into Carolina. I think we can pretty much say yep. they're done for. Yep. It does. And yeah. they have no quarterback. I mean, you're talking about it. But you've got, the Giants have the opposite problem. They kind of have like one and a half quarterbacks or something mm-hmm. and no quarterback. Carolina's got three quarterbacks and they got no quarterback. So yeah. you know, I don't know which is worse. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Zade Gonzalez was out uh, with a quad injury, so they had no kicker. That he so, suffered uh, in pregame warm-ups. Right. So, so uh, to to underscore our point that we've been making, they made one two-pointer and they didn't make the other one. That's one yep. out of two. That yep. makes sense. 50%. Yep. Miami came back and beat the Jets 31-24 to, to keep their flickering playoff hopes alive. And, uh, and they've you know, won they, six, six or seven, six, six in, in a row, row, I think. Six yeah. in a row, yeah, mm-hmm. they have. And, this seems uh, to be you know, a theme this week that you know, we keep saying this team won, but they didn't play that well. You know? yeah. No, that's the, well, I don't know what it is, the holidays and the yeah. COVIDs and the, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay beat Baltimore 31 to 30. Here we go. All right. Before we get to the big item, Chris, yeah. uh, just coming across, Green Bay has <laughs> placed Mar- Marquez Valdez Scantling on the, world, on the uh, COVID list. Okay. okay. I, I know this hopefully, wasn't your nightmare. Hopefully I didn't You've been waking that up. name too badly. The, that, yeah. That's the thing, uh, Perry. You've been waking up with nightmares that you might have to say that name. And no, yeah. Name I was, I, yeah, I could have just gone MVS like Wayne MVS, Larry. just like uh, Wayne yeah. Larry does. Yep. But yeah. anyway, so, uh, all right. So here we go. So the, the Raiders and, pa- and the Ravens and Packers are back and forth with this game. And, you know, they, they had uh, all both had leads. But they they fought back. So I think it was 31-17. The Ravens it got was. back. And, you know, and this uh, Hundley. You know, uh, if if he can get out of his contract, he might get a job because he's been pretty good. Uh, yeah, with Tyler the Huntley, yeah. Yeah, Tyler Huntley. So yeah. it has to be 31-30. Now, the mark of insanity is to do something over and over <laughs> again when it doesn't work. And we had a few weeks ago the same situation in Pittsburgh where they're two, behind two, by two, one. Yeah, two weeks yep. ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, they were behind by one, and they went for two, two and it didn't work, okay? And they, they didn't take the game to overtime with the best kicker in football, you know, and so yep. forth. And then – you know, the idea and the Ravens announcers, I was listening to them. I had the Steelers on the other time, but I had the Ravens on this time and they're justifying. They're saying, well, with Rogers, you figure he's going to, if they win the toss, they'll come down and they could get a touchdown. Well, you just had your quarterback bring you back from 14 points behind right. and you might win the toss. They I was listening to them the other time when it was the Steelers and they were doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they would. Yeah. And no, here's, here's the whole thing with all this. All right. You had two weeks ago, it was the Steelers, they did this. You had to, like I said, you have Justin Tucker. Even in the Cleveland game, I mean, Lamar Jackson, it was, they were on their way. They did the inside kick, and they were going to go down to kick a field goal, but they didn't get there in time. And then this time, you have this. Like I said, you, I mean, take the overtime. Have a chance. If you can get it down, if they get, let's just say, let's say you get to, you got Justin Tucker overtime. Let's just say, okay, Cleveland gets the ball 
first in overtime, you hold them, they don't score. You got Justin Tucker to go down and get in the field goal range. Yeah, Green Bay, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, the thing is, you're throwing, and everybody says, and the, the, oh, and the other thing the Ravens guy says, well, the team is all for it. They think these are great when he does these kind of <laughs> Yeah, well, no. does the defense think that uh, they're being thrown under the bus here? They're being told that yeah. you you stink. You can't keep them out of the end zone, so we have to do this, you know? But, but another thing to remember, too, you had Green Bay's defense at that point in the game on its heels. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you if let's say that you win the toss in overtime, what if you go down and score a touchdown and win? Yeah. Exactly. You just, had, yeah. You just scored two. You just scored two. What's going to happen now, though, if you, if they lose the division by one or two games? Yeah. Oof. Uh-huh. Well, they, no, they, they, they think these coaches are wizards, and that we mere mortals are not supposed to sit here and say that you're down by one, you kick the, kick the ball and tie the game. I mean, in basketball, they tie the game. They go for the tie, you know, usually. Right. Maybe if they've got a lot of foul trouble, they'll go for the three. But if they're down by two, they'll, if they can, they'll try to get a, a, a short shot for a two and tie the game and then take their chances yes. in overtime. You know, that's what they yep. do. And by the way, Brett Favre, uh, Rogers tied Brett Favre for the Packer all-time lead with 442 touchdown passes. Yeah, and he'll probably get it this week. And apparently he and Favre have exchanged texts, uh, he said, today on the Pat McAfee show. Okay. Yeah. And Huntley threw two uh, touchdowns and ran for two, so he did not have a yeah. bad game. Cincinnati beat Denver 14-10. to 10. I guess, uh, you know, of course, Denver. 15-10. Uh, Fifteen to ten. You're right. Yeah. I see that here. And the thing is, this was an important game because they both were coming in at uh, seven and six, and uh, this put the Bengals uh, further up. And of course, the Bengals are now leading their division because of what Baltimore did. But yeah. the thing is, this puts uh, Denver back on their heels, back in the seven and seven group, which is you want to be in the eight and six group, not the seven you and do. seven group. Yeah. So anyway, and uh, Teddy Bridgewater got a head injury, and I guess he's going to be out this week. They think, yes, so. he will be out. Yes, he will Lock be out. We'll start. That was and a rough, uh, rough first half offensively. The halftime yeah. was the three. And the three field goals were all over 50 yards in that good yeah. area. Yep. Yeah. Here's one I didn't hear too much of because the other two games were more interesting to me. San Francisco beat uh, Atlanta 31-13, almost eliminating the Falcons from consideration. The 49ers did what they had to do, basically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Atlanta yeah. did a did a mini charges because they went for it like three times inside the five and were turned away. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um and let's see, uh, New Orleans beat, <laughs> this is the weirdest game, one of the weirdest yeah. of all, I think the second weirdest of the weekend. Uh, New Orleans beat uh, Tampa Bay 9 to nothing. And but Chris Godwin got hurt. He's now out for the year with his, uh, you know, ACL. ACL. Yep. And uh, Mike Evans was hurt. And then uh, uh, Leonard Fournette got hurt. So they didn't have three of their top five offensive players, shall we say. And uh, they really, this is the first time Tom, Tom Brady's been shut out, as I understand it, since uh, November, December 10th of 2006. I guess, he, I guess he wasn't too happy about it. Over on the sidelines, he threw his tablet. And, yes. You know. Yes. And, 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 and he does and you know, the, the thing you, that you have to say about Tom Brady, I mean, whether you like, you're a Tom Brady fan or not or whatever, but Tom Brady does not lose his cool very often. No. 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 He's now so, 0 4 against New Orleans when he's been on Tampa Bay in the regular season. Of course, he won the playoff game against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. As my wife said, as my wife said, that she well, she's not a Tom Brady fan, by the way, and she said that just shows what the classless piece of dog, you know what he is. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, then we go to last night, and uh, we had the Vegas uh, Raiders beat Cleveland uh, 16-14, to the last-second field goal, and uh, really they didn't play that well. The Browns had 22 people on the COVID list. And yep. again, I guess ba- Baker Mayfield probably could have played if it was up to him. He felt fine, but they... a number of them they said could have yeah. played. But yeah, he was really vocal about it. Yeah, but, uh, so... they, w- they wouldn't clear him to play. So no, uh... well, they're changing the protocols. We'll talk about that later. But <clears throat> as a Raider fan, I know you're excited to be uh, tenth in the uh, in the AFC, uh, Robert. But you well, got to be seven or higher to get in. So yeah, talking. I know. Uh, I we frankly, if Cleveland would have had a a, a <laughs> semblance of a team, they would have won this game. Um, you know, I'll take the win. I'm glad we got it. I think we're going to beat Denver this week because the first time Should. we played Denver, we, we played, we uh, beat them pretty handily. And, uh, you know, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than, uh, than Locke. So I, I, th- I think we got a good chance at, at beating Denver, but our last two games, I don't know if we're going to win either one of those. So, okay, um, we'll see what happens. And then tonight we have, and we'll talk about oh, the ratification. Oh, no, Chris got it. You got the Bears. Bears. Oh, I forgot about the Bears. About Bears. Uh, the Bears. Well, I forgot about the Bears. The Bears apparently, and I didn't. I was listening to a lot of the Celtics, so I missed a lot of this game. But I was listening to Paul Allen at the end, and he said basically he was giving the Minnesota defense props for keeping the Bears out of the end zone because they were in the red zone all night, he was saying. Yeah. They lost the game 17-9. to Of course, they got to go for two when it's 17-9 to because right. of some stupid reason. Don't, no, don't the, Bear, the, the, the problem oh. the Bears had last night, I mean, they should have been right in this game, but yeah. Minnesota had like a fourth down and, and short. The Bears stopped them, and then they got a stupid – uh, roughing, uh, roughing penalty, penalty. Yeah. and then and then Nagy had a penalty called on him. Yep. They had about four personal foul penalties, and all of them were costly. Yeah, yeah. and well, and again, this, not not playing well and winning. Minnesota Cousins, I think, threw for like eighty eight yards, yeah, right. something yeah. like that. So the Bears outplayed them, but lost the game. But and as the Browns outplayed the Raiders, especially in the second half yesterday. Yes. But that, that's uh, the way that. Was. And I mean, I and think tonight. you got to give props to Nick Mullins. He played a pretty, de- he, you yeah, know, for, he for yeah. having to play. He played a decent game. Well, you know, when he his name popped up, and I heard that, and I called Rick because I had to make a move on, which probably won't matter, but I had to pick up a running back in our, our league, and I was saying. Hey, that's the guy that played for San Francisco, and he had some success with San Francisco when he yes, played a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, it wasn't terrible. So, you know, he he did okay, especially by the second half. They kind of figured figured it out a little bit. The, but the 49ers, remember Chris, a couple of years ago, they kind of had the three headed monster at quarterback. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and all and all three had success at in one, yes. at one time or another. Yeah, they did. They did. So so tonight we have two games, both at 7 o'clock Eastern, both on Fox and your different parts of the country in the East and the Midwest, I guess. You're going to see uh, the, the Washington football team take on the Eagles. And in the West, you're going to see the Rams uh, uh, hosting Seattle and our friend David USF. Hopefully he'll be there at the game. And, uh, yep. yeah, so that that's cool. So we got the NFL standings here. Uh, in the AFC East, we have the Patriots at 9-5, and five, Buffalo 8-6, and six, Miami uh, seven and seven. The Jets are three and uh, eleven. AFC North. Cincinnati is now in first place because of good old Harbaugh eight and six. Baltimore eight and six. Pittsburgh seven six and one. And Cleveland seven and seven. Well, they're all really in the division race still. You know, yeah. it's one game with three to go for Cleveland yeah. isn't that bad. So, and they'll get their players back. So, in the in the South, we have Tennessee at nine and five. The Colts are at eight and six. Houston three and eleven, Jacksonville two and twelve. In the West, we have Kansas City at ten and four, 
Chargers at eight and six again, thanks to their coach. Uh, Vegas at seven and seven. Denver seven and seven. NFC East: Dallas ten and four. Washington six and seven. What's the deal, Rick? If if um, if one of the teams, how's it go that the Cowboys get the division if somebody wins uh, wins tonight? How does that work? Is it the Eagles? If, or the, the, if the Eagles you know? win tonight, if, if, yeah, the Eagles, yeah, win tonight. yeah. If the Eagles win tonight, um, Dallas would win the division. Okay, all right, um, yeah. okay. And Philadelphia, so Washington six and seven. Philadelphia six and seven. The Giants are four and ten. In the North, we have Green Bay has won the division, the first team to clinch at eleven and three. Minnesota seven and seven. Chicago four and ten. Detroit two eleven and one. And in the South, Tampa Bay ten and four. New Orleans is seven and seven. Atlanta six and eight. Carolina five and nine. In the West, we have Arizona ten and four. The Rams are nine and four. But as I was asking these guys, and if even if the Rams win tonight, the Cardinals would still be in first place. But uh, the Rams would solidify their hold on the fifth uh, playoff spot, and they could still win the division because they'd be tied with three games to go. Yes. Uh, San Francisco eight and six, and Seattle five and eight. So what we have in the and AFC, remember the Cardinals have... did just lose to the Lions. So <laughs> yes, yes, they did. In the uh, AFC, we have Kansas City at the uh, number one seed with ten and four. Patriots second seed nine and five. Tennessee nine and five. Cincinnati now the four seed at eight and six. Buffalo. And now I'll just tell you who the eight and six teams are, and if anybody knows who would get in, it doesn't much I, matter. I know. But, oh, good. Actually, the, the 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 first wild card is Indy. Then it's okay. the Chargers. Then it's the Chargers, yeah. and then it's Buffalo. Okay. Baltimore right now it's not even to lose the lead. They're out. Game. They're out of the playoffs yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. All right. And then we move to the. Uh, the Steelers at seven, six, and one, and then we go to the seven and seven teams. The Raiders are leading that group. Miami is seven and seven, uh, Cleveland seven and seven, and Denver is seven and seven. So that's uh, basically it in the AFC. And in the NFC, uh, of course, we're not totally done, but we'll talk about the ramifications of tonight's games. Green Bay is the number one seed at eleven and three. Dallas is number two at ten and four. Tampa Bay, well, Dallas or Tampa Bay are uh, two or three. We don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Tampa Bay second. They beat Dallas the first game of the season. Okay, that's right. right. Yeah, and Tampa Arizona. Two, Dallas I don't know about Arizona in that mix. They're also ten and four, so yeah, that makes a three-way tie. So I don't know, yeah. but anyway, the Rams are fifth at nine and four, and stay fifth, but move into a, a better position to get the division. San Francisco's eight and six right now because they played that extra game. Minnesota is seven and seven. Then we have New Orleans at seven and seven. Then the Redskins and the Eagles are the Washington Football Team, and the Eagles are six yeah. and seven. If Washington, Robert said that he heard if Washington wins tonight, they'll go to that seventh spot and knock Minnesota down to eighth. If That's Philadelphia correct. wins. Minnesota stays in uh, seventh. Yeah. That's correct. That is correct. We, yeah, we have Atlanta at six and eight, just barely uh, with a pulse, and Seattle five and eight. But if they lose tonight, they will join Carolina as having a, a fork put in them because they will be done. Yeah. I yeah. think we could pretty much say that. So yeah. let me grab my schedule. We, for, those of us, and for those of us uh, who are Rams fans, let's uh, hope that they do lose tonight. And, yes, we do have a caller. Okay. Uh, Pierre, go ahead and unmute, and we would be able to hear you. That that recording I gave y'all two weeks ago about the Saints not being any good. So yeah. oh, that's right. We forgot destroy, to say that. Yeah. Destroy it. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw it out. <laughs> well, they're not any good when Kamara's not playing. That's one thing. You know, yeah. got, he's the but, important uh, part of it. But uh, Brady did lose his cool. He uh, he took the tablet, he broke it in half, and threw it. <laughs> yeah. Then he. He went in in front of the Saints bench and was throwing the F bomb around 
cussing out the defensive coordinator because uh, because the defense blocked the punt. Yeah. And so, I mean, he just totally lost it. But Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. You know, but, they, they, uh, <laughs> didn't the Saints beat Washington? Huh? Uh, uh, I can't, I can't the remember. Play? Rick, do you remember that? Uh, I don't. What? I was... I kind of thought Washington won that game, but I'm not sure. I think they might have, yeah. I think Washington did win it. Well, but then, see, the thing is, Pierre, if you're in a there's a bunch, is it just them that's six, seven, and seven if they tie? No, nah, Minnesota, too. Minnesota, yeah, see, that's the here. It's not just, you have yeah, to have, if you're going to go through that, you have to go through a whole round robin if they all played each other. And if they didn't, yeah, right. then you can't do it. So that's so the then problem. So then it comes there. down to, you know, when you're talking playoff spots, yeah. then it comes down to conference record. Right. And common opponents and yeah, like right. So it'll yeah. be a lot more clear. We will on the going into the last week, hopefully by the Tuesday before, uh, they will let us know what the situation is for who you know, so we can give you a clear idea. But we may or may not know that at that yeah. time. But what we do here is just where it would be today, and it's all right. you, right. Know, you go from like. Yeah, the Raiders went from 13th to 10th uh, and got yeah. Robert all excited last night, but that doesn't no, get them uh, anything, I, you know. I, I was just trying to figure out where they would be, and that's what I found yeah, out. Yeah, well, point. they're the best 7-7 seven and seven team in the, in, the, yeah. in the land, so there right. you go. Well, okay. the Saints, uh, the Saints uh, let's see, they're, uh, yeah, that's right, they are 7-7. Seven and seven. I, I wasn't yeah. thinking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but they hey they're better than Atlanta and Carolina. That's that's important. Well, yeah. But you know that's that's three games they play Miami, then they play Carolina, and then they play Atlanta. So well, yeah. they, you know Miami's going to be that's going to be an important game to both teams. They're going to that's a, a real yeah, good that'll game. Be, that'll be the Monday night game. So yeah, that that'll be a good game. And this game tonight, the the, the Washington football team and the Eagles, that's almost an elimination game, you could say, because the team that yeah. gets to eight losses. I wonder. Is, is I wonder, Chris, trouble, if that problem. I wonder if that is why more team more people are getting that game because I think it's so. maybe. A, but yeah. the Eagles are lucky because there's a lot of COVID on, on Washington. Washington. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you know, yeah. I wish this past weekend I'd have had $1,000 to bet if I could have took the Saints and, and, and the Jets, I'd have been in good shape. I mean, the Saints in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you you Arizona, does, you Arizona doesn't have COVID to blow it, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if you'd have walked in and say, I want to give the Saints – I want to take the Saints and and give uh, uh, give Tampa Bay the odds. Can you imagine the odds they would have gave you? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you and, then, You'd be- and, then, and then turn around and bet that it's going to be a shutout. And, <laughs> yep. and then and then uh, say uh, uh, I, I'll take uh, I'll take Detroit and and give you the <laughs> yeah. points. Yeah. Pierre, no, I, I think I, in, I any, in any case, Pierre, I think if you go to anybody and tell, tell them, I'll bet you I'll take Detroit, anybody would have told you they would take that. I think with those That's two it. things yeah. happening, Pierre, there would have been a guy named Blackie chasing you in a catalog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. I think you're better off. Okay, we got uh, the weekend. Now, this schedule didn't change much because it was Christmas and they didn't want to mess up everybody's Christmas. People have plans, so they don't really change that week very much. So okay. it starts out on Thursday night, December 23rd, with uh, San Francisco at Tennessee, a, a big game for both teams. That's the final Thursday night game of the year, by the way. Yep, 8.20 p.m. Yep. on NFL. 
Then we go to Saturday, December 25th. That is, uh, I hear tell Christmas. Cleveland at Green Bay, uh, 4.30 p.m. on Fox and NFL Network. And Indianapolis at Arizona, 8.15 p.m. on the NFL Network. Then we go to Sunday the 26th. We have Detroit at Atlanta, 1 p.m. on Fox. Baltimore at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on CBS. That's a battle for first place in that division. And that's a big game. Let's see and Harbaugh. Bengals, blow Bengals are praying that they lead by one with about a minute to go. That's what they <laughs> yeah. want. Yep. We got the Rams at Minnesota, 1 p.m. on Fox. That Buffalo could be a big Patriots. game, too. Yeah, yes. it should. Yes. Buffalo at the Patriots, another big, game, big game, 1 p.m. Yep. on uh-huh. CBS. If the Patriots win it, they win the division. If Buffalo wins it, then all bets are off. Yep. Jacksonville at uh, the Jets. 1 p.m., that is not a big game on CBS. We have the Giants at Philadelphia, 1 p.m. on Fox. Tampa Bay, Carolina, 1 p.m. on Fox. The Chargers are at Houston, 1 p.m. on CBS. Chicago at Seattle, 4.05 p.m. on Fox. So that means CBS has a doubleheader. We got Pittsburgh at Kansas City, 4.25 p.m. on CBS. That should be a good game. Denver at the Raiders, 4.25 p.m. on CBS. Washington at Dallas, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. And the Monday night classic we discussed was Miami at New Orleans, 8.15 uh, on ESPN. So there and you go. ABC. So, and I'll ABC. Bet, oh, yeah. it doesn't say that here. Okay. All right. I'll well, bet, uh, I'll yeah, bet though, they're hoping that Washington wins tonight so that that game has some meaning. Yes. Yeah. So – uh, I was I was saying if it was ESPN they could have a Manning show but maybe they're not going to uh, going to do the no Manning they're look. doing the last they did they did last night uh, they did uh, two they did they're doing three of their last four on ESPN and ABC so this yeah. this Monday will be ABC and then I think next Monday May I don't know if it'll be an ABC game or not yeah, January third will be the last Manning cast I've heard okay so, well yeah, I, I, so I, I would think. What, yeah, when they what they're doing the game the games that they that the later games that they don't have the Manning cast they're doing ABC but when they have a Manning cast it's just on regular ESPN and the Manning cast on ESPN too right yeah and uh, so the, the uh, thing is uh, do they let Archie uh, play or do they not even talk to him about no the, no they haven't had he him did appear on one show talking to them oh he did yeah. okay I missed yeah okay okay so I was gonna say it'd be good with the Saints game that'd be kind of cool have Archie Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Have they the had? But the, but the big thing is, have they had Arch yet? No, not oh, yet. No. Oh, boy. okay. The Go 2024 ahead, Super Bowl is going to be in Las Vegas. We, as we said, uh, the 22 is at SoFi Stadium. This one coming up, and then in 23, it's going to be in Arizona, and would have been in New Orleans, but for the Mardi Gras, and then no, no, 23 was not supposed to be in Arizona, in New Orleans at all. It's 24 no. that was supposed to be in New Orleans. Oh, 24 was supposed to be? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and they got went to Las to Vegas. New then right. New Orleans gets 25. So right. It's, uh, it's not official yet, but they probably yeah. will yeah. because Mardi Gras is going to be later. Because when it, like we were saying, when they when they added the 17th game, it pushed Super Bowl back the weekend. It was going to be on Mardi Gras weekend in New Orleans mm-hmm. in 24. Yeah. On the 2nd of uh, January, we're going to have Arizona at Dallas, and that's now going to be a 425 game instead of a 1 p.m. game. So that's right. going to happen. Uh, they're going to be a, a doubleheader on uh, January 8th, the Saturday when you used to see the playoff, when the playoffs used to be. But the ESPN is going to have a doubleheader. So they're going to flex like they do. The, you know, they'll take the three biggest games. Two of them will be on January 8th, and the other one will be on January 9th, the Sunday night game, and they'll try that's to get right. 
games that are as meaningful, elimination or, games or division title games be, or whatever. It may not be the two, the biggest, but it will be two games with playoff implications is the way yeah. they're moving Right. Well, and, you know, if they can get elimination or, uh, you know, but it may be yeah. too early on a Saturday to get elimination. They like those on Sunday night. But the, what yeah. they could get is a division title game if you got uh, somebody, right. uh, you know, something in, going in the uh, a- NFC, AFC North or something with two of the teams fighting it out. So yep. the protocols are going to change apparently for the uh, NFL and uh, they're going to, for vaccinated players, they're not going to, they're going to basically be evaluating symptoms and not testing as much the vaccinated players. They're also going to make it more strict about masking in the facility and uh, a lot more virtual meetings and smaller groups and so forth. So they're going to do that on the one side. I've heard different things from different doctors about this. Some think it's a, a good idea. It's okay. Other people are kind of just saying, but Sean, you were saying you, you think it's kind of what the businesses are kind of doing. Well, if you look at it, a lot of businesses, a lot of venues, a lot of music festivals, what they've done is they've told people, and this started, you know, ACL Fest did it here, uh, Lollapalooza did it, a lot of concert venues. In most places, what they're doing is either produce a vaccine card or, a, you know, a negative COVID test. So basically what they're doing, if you have your vaccine card and, you know, you're fine, they're not going to test you. But if mm-hmm. you're, you know, if you do not, if you're not vaccinated, they're going to keep testing you. But if you show any symptoms, if if they see if you have a temperature, if you have any kind of, you know, if they notice some flu, coughing, symptoms, whatever, or coughing, yep. they're gonna if even if you're vaccinated. But otherwise, they're just gonna let you go. Which is what what most, like I said, most uh, stadiums, concert venues, festivals have been doing. Uh, businesses have been doing with their employees. Like I said, the NBA, you can definitely tell where the two offices are. Are the NFL? Is in America, the NHL, their offices in Canada, where they've been a little bit stricter even than some of the strict states here in the U.S. But we'll get to that right. situation later. Okay. So then we uh, – okay. So David USF, we said, is going to the game. Last game he went to was this September 12, 1993, when the Rams beat Pittsburgh 27 to nothing. So there you go. So it's been a while since he's been there. And he, okay, <laughs> he was able to get tickets with his brother's group. Um and, this, and as we said, Fox is going to do those games uh, nationally tonight, so everybody can watch those if they want. And uh, let's see. So I think that's it for the NFL. Any any got other a, NFL? Yeah, ones? I got a couple of things. First of all, okay. Kansas City's the latest team to get hit with a bunch of COVID people being put on COVID list. Now, with the new protocols, like you don't know they might be back, but today they put Travis Kelsey, Tariq Hill, and their kicker. Harrison Bunker and about three other players, I don't remember who they were, all on the list. So uh-huh. that could, yeah. Yeah, if they're not playing, that, that could be news, yeah. good news for the Patriots. Yeah, I yep, it could. And the other thing is, virtually since the beginning of the NFL, the Chicago Bears have been the team that's had more wins than any other team. They've led right from the beginning. Um, right now, they're sitting at 781 wins. And about 30 years ago, they had like an 86-game win lead on Green Bay. Right now, Green Bay has 780. So if they win this week and the Bears lose, then they're tied, and the Bears won't have the the most wins for like like the last hundred years. It's crazy. Wow! Wow! Don't say that. Don't say that. Jamal's going to get upset about that. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot on the show for. Jamal like that's right. Jamal and Dick are not going to be happy either. But uh, someone who who should be okay, you can unmute Jerry and we would be able to to, uh, hear you. Okay, Jerry. Okay, 
I yep. think I've uh, I think I've come up with the uh, new name for the Steelers, uh, the Cardiac Kids. Uh, it's amazing how they always come back in the fourth quarter. They don't come alive in the fourth quarter, but I think they're going to have their hands full with the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. So well, well that's what we see what the COVID does. But you're right, Jerry. If, if all things are equal, they they certainly will. Yep. yep. So we'll have to see what happens. And yep. uh, anyway, that's well. Uh, well I- you know, and people are pretty much thinking this. Will, this is Roethlisberger's last year. You know, they, oh, yeah. they don't expect him to come back. And again, Steelers are going to need a quarterback. I don't think you can trust your future to Mason Rudolph either. So they'll be in the market oh. for a quarterback too. So anyway, okay. Anything else? You're rooting for the Eagles tonight, huh, Jerry? Oh, we he uh, um, all right. He's rooting for the one- Eagles. Yeah. Another one, <laughs> another thing though, that I've heard as far as quarterbacks, uh, everybody's saying with Garofalo playing pretty well right now, what do you do in that situation with Garofalo and, and Trey Lance? I don't think you're yeah, going to probably both. Yeah. Nope. No, no. Well, and you know, I think Garofalo, they, they could get a fair amount for him. And again, one of these teams, uh, you know, that we're talking about the giants, the Steelers, the, you know, whatever you, you may see, uh, uh, him go somewhere like that, you know, a Carol. I mean, why not Carolina can bring another, although they've got Darnold signed up. So they're going to have to, again, let's yeah. dump him on somebody, some unsuspecting uh, soul. I could see okay. Garoppolo going to New Orleans. Yeah. 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 That could work. Okay. Any, uh, any college football stuff? Really? We're, we're sort of in a lull here. We've had some of the smaller balls played. Anything stand well, out for anybody in couple, college football? A couple things. I mean, just recently in college football and kind of, College basketball. And Nick Saban, of course, is put to the COVID. He said he's not letting his players go home for uh, go home for Christmas on the break or whatever. He's going to keep them there. They can go home after the championship. He's already saying or after the playoffs, they can go get a run. But right now, he's going to you know just be safe for everything. So, and last week was National Signing Day, and you know Texas A and M had the number one recruiting class. Texas had number five. Ohio State, Alabama, all the usuals were up there. Clemson was not. But uh, now, how about this one? There's a player, and the name escapes me. He's a five-star quarterback who's going to Florida State. Oh, yeah. Deion Sanders coaching at Jackson State, an FCS school, an HBCU. You know, they're in the slack. Managed to take this kid from a Division One A FBS program. Now, of course, you got name, image, and likeness, but I mean, Dion. Dion said he wants to revive the HBCU, so that that's kind of interesting that 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 stood out to me that a that a one AA and FCS school took a five star away from you know a historic you know a, a blue, you know from Florida State, and now yeah. Florida State's not what they were, but you know yeah. <laughs> that just shows yeah. what's going on with some of the stuff. You know? Yeah, it's strange. But, Okay. And college, college basketball, not not a whole lot. Like I said, a lot of the teams are playing some of those, uh, you know, semester break, uh, end of finals games, even mid-finals they were last week, kind of keeping shape. But a couple things came out of this. They were supposed to have the big shootout in Vegas, Kentucky, Ohio State, North Carolina, UCLA. UCLA put a pause on their program for a little bit to get caught up. And then Ohio State couldn't make the trip. They canceled. So Kentucky, North Carolina were already there. They got together with CBS, and they said, well, hey, let's play 
Let's play each, each other. other. Yeah. So yeah. they did that. And which also, now this is a good They At the same time, they were supposed to have Louisville and Western Kentucky were supposed to be on CBS Sports Network. So that opened up a slot on CBS. They moved it over to CBS. And CBS, they had already planned this for CBS Sports Network, but they got it on a bigger platform. So they did fundraisers throughout the game where you could send to for the relief there in because uh, they're in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and you know Mayfield and all those other towns in Western Kentucky. You could send in money throughout the Louisville Western Kentucky game to you know support mm-hmm. and help those people. So you got to give give them some props there. And Western Kentucky beat Louisville in that game. That was interesting. And wow. Baylor Baylor's your consensus overall number one team in college basketball right now in both polls. So I mean, I think they they had all but three first place votes in the AP. And the coaches pulled ahead every first place vote. So uh, they're the number one team, and I don't think they're going to lose. I don't know who they're playing this week because you're going to see games, except for like the Diamond Head Classic and some of the, a couple other tournaments. You're going to see games stop maybe tomorrow or Thursday, and then pick up again. On yeah, Monday. we got a few Big East games this uh, well, the last weekend and this week, but they're kind of yeah. You're right. After about Thursday, yeah. we'll see too much. Well, you and talk about people it really gets rent up. Yeah, you talk about people playing people that um, you should beat and all this stuff. We just had in the women's basketball a major upset. IUPUI, Indiana, Purdue, somewhere, beat (laughs) Iowa today 74 to 73. I'm sure that Lisa Bluter is not a happy hawk this afternoon. (laughs) No, and Iowa's a top top five team, I believe, or top ten. Yeah, they're pretty high. Yeah, they're pretty high in there, so... But not much else going, except the big bowls. The big bowls really start going next Monday. I mean, you have a couple. You have a couple here that are decent, but the big ones, like next Monday, we really get going. Yeah, bowls and college bowls and and college basketball conference play. A lot of conferences, some have already started, but the big games are really they'll start ramping up right before New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so on to the NBA we go. In the and of course this is. uh, there have been some postponements to the NBA, nowhere near as bad as the NHL, but uh, this is, these are the standings we have right now. Brooklyn on top of the East, <clears throat> and they're 21-9. Uh, and nine. Chicago 19-10. and 10. Cleveland 19-12. and 12. I don't know what's going on. Some of these surprising teams like Cleveland, I don't know much about them, but they're certainly playing well. Milwaukee 19-13. and 13. Number five is Miami at 18-13. and 13. Philadelphia 16-15. and 15. Washington is seven at 16 and 15. Charlotte is eight, 16 and 17. Celtics are ninth at 15 and 16. Toronto 14 and 15 is 10th. Atlanta 14 and 15 is 11th. And then we have a little bit of a gap to the Knicks at 13 and 17. Then Indiana, the perennial 13th place team, as we say every uh, every week, 13 and 18. Orlando 6 and 25, and Detroit 5 and 24. And then in the West, we have Phoenix. 24 and 5, Golden State 25 and 6. And of course, that's going to be one of the Christmas Day games in Phoenix. Uh, so that's what, game three of the five Golden Games? Is that what we got? Uh, yeah, that'll be on at 5 p.m. Eastern right, Pacific right. on ABC. Yep, okay. Then we have Utah 21 and 9. We'll be talking about them in a, in a little while. Memphis at 19 and 13. Denver number five at 15 and 14. The Clippers at 16 and 15. The Lakers number seven, 16 and 15. Uh, Minnesota 15 and 15, Dallas 14 and 15, Portland 13 and 18. Then we go to Sacramento at 13 and 19, San Antonio 12 and 18, Oklahoma City 10 and 19, 
Houston 10 and, 10 and 21 and New Orleans 10 and 21. So there you go. That takes care of the NBA standings. And let's see, we got some news and notes from uh, the NBA. Uh, we have. Uh, I suppose the biggest one, Chris, is as we reported earlier, Adam Silver said there is not going to be a pause. What they have done is that NBA teams, if you're going to be short of players, the teams do now, they are now able to sign what they call replacement players who can play for that, you know, for that game. Yeah. Sort of like a taxi squad, like the NFL has. That's right. Okay. So uh, Steph Curry did get the three point record on Tuesday night last week, as we said that he would at that time, he had 2,974. And it, it's and, now, uh, uh, as of today, it's uh, 2,982. And the thing is that he is going to have, uh, you know, he, how old is he, Robert? Uh, he is 33. So and the theory he, is he could make 4,000. He could put this and, out of sight. And, well, he said uh, he plans on playing until he's at least 40, and he would like to get it to 4,500 or 5,000. Right, okay. To put it out so, of reach. So it isn't only players that are in COVID protocols. Bill McDonald, the Lakers TV voice, uh, was out with COVID, so they brought John Ireland over to TV with uh, Stu Lance, and they mm-hmm. had uh, uh, like Mike Goodell, uh, I think it is, or I'm um, yeah, Goodell, that's his name, Goodell, on radio with uh, Michael Thompson. So yeah. anyway, uh, ten days missed. So the way the NFL uh, NBA protocols work right now is ten days missed unless two. Uh, uh, negative tests within 24 hours. That's how it works now. Yeah. Again, whether you're sick or not, but that could be changing uh, with symptomatic uh, issues here. Isaiah Thomas, when the Lakers were hit, got signed to a 10-day contract uh, because of COVID. No, not the old Isaiah Thomas of Detroit, the one that played with the Celtics and so forth. They're not yeah. that bad yet to be signing that guy. Uh, let's see. He last played for the Lakers in 2018. So here's here's the thing, and this got a little uh, play around here, of course. Danny Ainge said he had to step away, and this is the way it was portrayed to us on June 2nd. He had to step away from being director of basketball operations for the Celtics. Now he's going to be director of basketball operations for Utah. So the question is, did they just not want to say that he was kind of let go in the Celtics because they all like him and they're friends? And, they, you know, and the other part of the equation is, you know, they then asked Brad Stevens to move up. Does Brad Stevens really want to do this job, or would he rather coach? So uh, the theory is, may, will they perhaps be back at square one next year with no Brad, no Danny, and uh, have to start over? I mean, I don't have any idea, but uh, I think it was it was like the the uh, you know the thing where with uh, I think it was more of a firing than let's say. Uh, we had with Alex Cora because Alex Cora had to leave. He was suspended, but you knew that it, he, if he wanted to come back, he kind of could. Uh, Danny, I think they really liked him. They didn't want to say he was fired, but on the other hand, um, uh, the team's been treading water. So we'll see uh, what happens. I, I don't know if Brad wants to stay and do this job or not. You know, you get more time with your family. I'll say that for it. But uh, I think he wants to coach. I honestly think I think he just did it as a favor. But I, I honestly think he wants to coach, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him go back to college. I would, yeah, I would we'll not see. at all. But yeah, and well, we'll I, see think, what I agree. I agree. I think Danny Ainge was. It was kind of a. He was asked to step aside. I yes, think. yes. Golden parachute probably gave him some money and uh, whatever, and he could be a and consultant. He gets to go home they and said. stay with his family. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and now, uh, yeah. Although he's originally from, he probably has family in Utah, but he's originally from Oregon, it turns out. I didn't know that. Yeah, because I knew he went to BYU. Yeah. Yes, he did. And, well, 
And his family is Mormon. That's why he went to BYU. So. That's right. But anyway, so uh, so then we have the saga, the ever-continuing saga of Kyrie Irving, who, uh, of course, came back. Uh, the, the, the Nets got desperate enough to say, even though you can't play our home games, even though you can't play in Toronto, even though you can't play in Golden State, we'll let well, you come back. they Golden State, so that's not an issue. Anymore. No, they, uh, they no, haven't no. played in Golden uh, State, as no, Robert they said earlier. Play, they have not played in Golden State. Correct. They only played So anyway, in even though you can't play more than half the game, we are so desperate because we got COVID protocols. We're going to let you, Kyrie, uh, the non-vaccinated Kyrie, come back. And so the next day he went into COVID protocol. So that did a lot yep. of good. <laughs> yeah. so that was pretty funny. Uh, so anyway. And a whole uh, lot and, and to be f- a whole lot of other people went into the protocol too. Yeah, yeah uh, the, NBA, the NBA has put ninety players in the last few days in the protocol. So yep, yep. So, but games are being played. The Celtics have had about five or five to seven in in the various in the last week or so in the protocol, and yeah. it happened to hit them all at the uh, four spot. You know, that's who went in all the fours. Yeah, and yeah. the NBA so that, does. From what I understand, NBA has a ninety-seven percent vaccination rate. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's, it's, uh, so that's why it's being thought of of maybe changing these things because, again, the NFL yeah. and the NBA, but basically pro sports, the people, except baseball, pro sports are the ones that are playing right now. They're vaccinated pretty much. So that's yep. what you're dealing with, vaccinated people yep. for the most part. Okay, so that's all I had for the NBA. Anybody else got any more NBA stuff? No, no I think that's right. about it. Let's move on to the NHL, which was going to be a lot more complicated, but it's a lot less complicated than it was now. But we'll give you the standings, and, and uh, we'll tell you about what's going on. So we have it in the Atlantic Division. You have Tampa Bay with 42, Toronto 42, Florida 40, Detroit 33, the Bruins at 30. And, uh, you know, again, they were hit. The, their two best uh, forwards, Marsh, Marchand and uh, and uh, Bergeron were out, Bergeron. so this was yeah. good that they finally uh, stopped. And Swayman was out too; their their goal, their number one goalie. So this was not good for the Bruins. So, so I'm glad they put a pause on this. Buffalo 25, Ottawa 20, Montreal 17. In the Metropolitan, we have Carolina 43, Washington 43, the Rangers are 42, Pittsburgh 39, Columbus 29, <coughs> Philadelphia 29. New Jersey 25 and the Islanders 22. In the Central, we have Minnesota at 40, Nashville 39, St. Louis 39, Colorado 36, Winnipeg 33, <coughs> Dallas 32, Chicago 26, and Arizona 14. And in the Pacific, we have Vegas. You know the bad teams in that division. <laughs> yes, we do. Vegas Golden Knights are at 40, Anaheim 40, Calgary 36. And, of course, they were hit. They started this whole ball rolling with their yes, COVID. Edmonton, 36. Uh, the Kings, 33. San Jose, 31. Vancouver, 30. And Seattle, 23. So they've kind of uh, sought their own level after a while here. So uh, And now the simple part, we were going to run down teams that weren't going to play after Christmas, and we were going to talk about – uh, not being able to cross the border to play games. We were going to talk about a lot of things, but the NA, two things have happened here. The NHL late last night decided they're not going to play any games. Now, all this affects is two days. They're going to play tonight's games. So they're, the Tuesday night games that can be played are being played. There were postponements, but uh, because you had five or more teams in, in the protocol, the Bruins and uh, Nashville and uh, Calgary and all that. So that was all happening. But then right. uh, we were only talking about games tomorrow and Thursday. Some of those might have been affected by not being able to cross the border. 
So basically, you're only losing two games, uh, two days of, of action here. And there was already that. like 30, 39, 38, 39 games uh, postponed. And what's going to happen? And uh, I'll wait till you talk about the next thing. Well, uh, uh, the next thing that either you or I can say is yeah. that they're not going to go to the Olympics. It's almost, I don't know if it's officially announced yet, but it's almost a done deal that the players and the owners have agreed that they are not going to go. Well, I got an official notification that, it, that they have done that. So Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so that uh, gives them three weeks in February to make up these postponed games. Now, this is going to be interesting because some teams that have had outbreaks are going to have a bunch of games to play, like Calgary and the Bruins and you know, yeah. whoever. Mm-hmm. Other teams... Uh, won't have to do a whole lot. You know, they they might have a game. Oh, oh, we we had a Bruins game postponed. Okay, we got to go play them, and then we can sit around for yeah. the rest of the three weeks. So it's going to no, be kind of for, interesting. For some of these teams, uh, like you were complaining earlier in the year, Chris. Oh my God, the Bruins. They Never play one play. game, yeah. then they have four or five days off. Well, right. in February, you're not going to say that. You'll have a game almost every night. So Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and since they had an outbreak, that's understandable. And, yeah. you know, and you've, you've got games the Islanders lost. And there's certain teams, but I don't yeah. think the Rangers, for example, just to, to name one, have lost a game yet. So uh, how many games are they going to actually have to play? They lost know? a game to the Islanders, I know, but I that's can't what remember I'm saying. what they They yeah. didn't have an outbreak, so they'll yeah. have a game or two, you know, yeah. but they won't have – Six or something like the Bruins might have, or the right. Islanders might have. That'll right. be the difference. So the scheduling is not going to be uh, balanced. It's going to be uh, crazy with with some of the teams playing a lot and running all over the place because they're going to have to go like Calgary, uh, you know, running all over to to make up their games, for example, because they're out by themselves in the West, and right. a lot of the other teams didn't have it in the West uh, so much. Right. So right. anyway, it's just going to be now when we get this for those of us who get the Braille schedules, it's they're going to be. This is good news in a way. That part's going to be useless because those three weeks, we're just going to have to get them where we can. We have the schedule line that you can call and get the schedules. Uh, uh, Sean will be going and getting them as best he can, and we will try to – anything we find out on our devices, we will mention. But we'll I'll do that. Try to but but when, yep. the, when the Olympic if, – if the COVID um, goes by like they think, this is supposedly a very uh, contagious – but a less severe and a quick-hitting uh, Omicron variant, if it by the end of February, if when the Olympics would be over, we might actually get back to where we will be able to use the Braille schedules, whereas if they'd gone to the Olympics, we never would have caught up. We never would have known what was going on with these games. So this is actually good. Yeah. And, and the so. reason, for, for those who are <laughs> curious, the reason they're not going to the Olympics is pretty simple. If you, come, if you go to Beijing, which for a whole lot of different reasons, I think that the the name Beijing is is fairly toxic right now, you know, yes. due to the thing with, yeah. with with the way that some of the Muslim community is treated there, the way that uh, you know, the thing with this tennis player alleging a sexual yep. crime. Which yesterday, I guess there was another video where she backed off that claim. Well, I think we can all guess why she did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it it just seemed like it it was a good thing for the NHL to get away from it. Right. Yeah. Now, one thing that did happen, and whether it'll still be sticking by and how long it'll stick again with Omicron perhaps moving faster than others, in Quebec they have uh, banned uh, gatherings of any size, so they will not be able to play in front of fans of the Bell Center for Montreal. You also may start to see some broadcast crews not going to some of the places, maybe to into Canada and so forth, because Canada may tighten up on their rules. Again, it's speculation. We don't know. It's a yep. changing uh, situation. But you may see some hockey uh, broadcasts that will not be uh, live in the buildings uh, because no. of 
will not be able to go there, but we'll see about that. So that's basically it on uh, COVID for them. Alex Ovechkin got his 274th power play goal, and that tied him with uh, Dave Andrichuk for the top all times in power play goals. I don't know if he's passed them yet or not. Not, I have not heard, so. Okay. Uh, Paul Maurice resigned as the Winnipeg coach. And actually, this is interesting because Winnipeg wasn't doing that badly. I hadn't looked at the standings, but and uh, Dave uh, Lowry will replace him. But he didn't want to go through if there was going to be a shutdown or anything like that and thought they needed to hear a new voice anyway. So I mean, it sounds like he's yeah, more, more he, burnt he said, out. He, he said as far as he's concerned, his message was getting old. He thought the players were tuning him out. And, uh, you know, they, he said it's time for a change. So, but he's mm-hmm. a good coach. I, if he wants to coach again, I, you know, I think his phone will ring. If in an, in yeah, I, I think it just sounds like he was just kind of burnt out. Yeah. So we had, uh, so that's it for the NHL. Anybody else uh, got any NHL stuff? Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Okay. I, I think, Chris, too, when you talk about uh, monitors, there are people who are still use as we've discussed before, they're still using monitors. Uh, today they have the famous Idaho potato bowl, which is underway. And um, I could very quickly tell um, that Kevin winter and Trevor Maddich were on a monitor. I could very much tell that because you had no crowd noise at all. Well, then all of a sudden, then you hear the crowd noise come back. You can tell that's on, a monitor. So a lot of people yeah, on, are still using these monitors. Yeah. Based on ESPN and especially the way they're treating ESPN radio and the way it's just bare. I mean, they've now officially sold all of their owned and operated stations by selling Dallas today, uh, which Bill informed us on. But they, they're... They're, I mean, some of it, yeah, they're using COVID, but it's budget cuts. They're using this as a way, oh, we can yeah. use people on monitors. And ESPN, they've already dropped way down as far as sports networks. People are dropping them left and right. So I think that's I wonder, if, the, I wonder if ESPN radio is going to be long, much longer for this world. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if it'll be much, but what I would do with it, I would keep it for games. And right. maybe do sports centers, uh, top of the hour sports centers, and maybe some overnight stuff. That way, places that want to, if they want to pick up some overnight sports or six p.m. Eastern on or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah like that. And that program. way, and let you do your own because because they hung themselves. They hung themselves back in the day when they told affiliates, and Mike and Mike was good. I understand that's their flagship, but they said in the morning drive you have to run Mike and Mike. You can't do local programming, you have to run this, you have to run that, and you have to share, you have to make your website part of our ESPN website, and it's like a two-and-two. Two. They were very strict yeah. with their affiliates. Cause I, cause I, re- I remember when ESPN Radio was worth listening to. Now, oh, yeah. Don't, don't yeah. even bother. Oh, yeah. good. And when, one other thing I heard about today, and this affects people here, but this is a long-term thing. If you like sports, don't have Dish Network because they are now fighting with Nesson about not having that as part of their they, basic package. They are. We had this. We had this situation because we had the state high school championships uh, here, and somebody went into Craig Way on you know because he called a bunch of them for Valley Sports Southwest, and they're like, "Well, what about those of us that had Dish Network? How long is that contract with Valley Sports?" And Craig goes, "I don't blame the Valley people. Blame." Dish Network. Dish Brian, Network. remember, Dish Network has made it abundantly clear. Well, that's what, they, hold on. 
Okay. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. They are yeah. doing away with the regional sports networks. I think they're sticking. Right now, they're staying with ESPN and regular Fox Sports. Like, okay, the, Sinclair owns the tennis channel. They're still running them, but they've eliminated all 21 of their regional sports networks and the Yes Network and Marquee, which they own 50% of both of those. So, so it's not. It's going to be all of them. And yeah. if Sinclair and ba- they end up buying the NBC Sports channels, they're going to have all the regional except for a few in Houston, Pittsburgh, Seattle, you know, the sports net in New York and L.A. and all right. that. But well, what they're betting they're on most- is that there's more, and it's true, there's more people who don't care if they have Nesson or whatever the local right. thing is. They don't, you know, and they're saying if you're a, uh, you know, want a satellite dish or you want to be and you don't want to have to pay the cable rates that you have to pay, come to us because we're not going to make you pay for things you don't care about. And and that happened right. with YouTube TV also because, or not YouTube, yeah, YouTube TV had to lower theirs because they lost their contract with a lot of the sports with, with Disney, so they don't have ESPN, Disney Channel. Oh, that, that was, that's been resolved. They, all the channels are back on YouTube now, Sean. Okay, they're all back on, but they yep. didn't, but... And that's also, that goes into, remember a couple of weeks ago, and I brought it up again last week, how the NHL worked out that deal with Sinclair about streaming in your local area. So maybe yeah. that way people that wanted to stay with Dish Network because they like the cheap price, but they can go stream off their region, right. off their local Valley sports affiliate. Or right. yes, and if they do so that. it's a changing and we'll, and we'll keep And we'll keep up on it as we go. Yeah. yeah. And Dish, oh, and yeah, Dish they, is taking a different tack than DirecTV, and, and you know, and it's counter counter, you know, um, strategy. That's all. And, and uh, so, for those for those that want to keep up with sports media, uh, there's a very good uh, uh, podcast that you can keep up with this every week. There's constant changes. It's called the Marshawn and and. Uh, and all you have to do, you can be really simple. Just type in yeah. or say, you know, if you're doing it on your Victor stream, just type in sports media. Yeah. And I think and on your device, you can also say play the sports media podcast. Yeah. 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 It, it comes down Wednesday afternoons, yeah, sometime mid-afternoon on Wednesdays. And, right. and they they keep up with a lot of this. And they, they talk about, they've been talking about the Amazon stuff and everything, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, well, we do have a keep couple. Up with it, that's a pl- that's a place to go. That, yeah, we had a little extra time, so I thought I'd throw in those media things. But uh, you know that, that there you go. So we do have a couple of uh, baseball things. Buck Showalter was hired by the Mets to manage, and uh, they are going to keep Jeremy Hefner for their pitching coach. But he's going to bring in any other coaches that he wants to, apparently. But they did want to keep the pitching coach. <clears throat> That's a good move for the Mets because he he's managed in New York. He knows what he's he's really loved in New York. They they thought. Yes, they got Joe Torre in there, but people looking back on the Yankee, uh, you know, he brought the Yankees back to relevance after about 15 years of being lousy uh, before uh, Torre kind of took him over the top with the championships. And uh, I think people kind of felt bad for him. They got let go after losing that series to Seattle in 95. But, you know, he's been there. He's He's got national presence. He's been on ESPN. He's, you know, he's he's been in Baltimore. He's been in Arizona, you know, so he's he's got experience. And I think that's a good uh, good fit for the Mets. Yeah, that's what I like commentary. That's what we we pride ourselves <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, no, uh, uh, no, Bucky, Bucky was the only choice the Mets could make. They interviewed other people, but he's the only one that makes sense in New York. And he also did a good job in Texas. Don't forget, he didn't yeah, get yeah, credit. He, did. he didn't get credit for there. And remember, he got fired 
and Bob Brimley t- uh, took over in Arizona and won the title. So everywhere Buck has gone, the teams have done well. So. Yeah. And the other uh, hiring is but, they, but then he also but then he also has some bonehead decisions too that yeah like in a, in yeah. the wild card game you leave your closer sitting in the bullpen yep yep fourteen yeah or oh. whatever year that I was mean, yeah there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good things with Bach but Bach also has some downfalls yeah, the interesting is thing is he's not I don't think he's Mister Analytics he's not he's, that young he is so. not that's what that's no. what but. Uh, Jim Duquette was saying he thinks that, you know, they're going to send down the analytics and, and Bach will fight with the analytics yeah. Yeah. at times. Well, I, I don't blame him. I, I, you know, like uh, the, these two-point rules that are people propounding all the time, you know, the same kind of thing. And, uh, you know, and they'll say, well, the, you know, the, the chart said, you know, that's what they do in football. Well, that's what they do here with baseball all the time. But yeah. And then uh, the other hiring, Robert, you can certainly comment on that. And, uh, Mark Kotze, a former outfielder for the A's, is now going to be their manager. What do you think uh, of poor Mark Kotze well, and what he's going to have um, to deal with? I, 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 to be honest with you, I think he's going to be managing a sinking ship. I think. I think the Oakland A's are going to be uh, um, a minor league version of themselves, and I don't think they're going to be in Oakland much longer anyway. So, um, and, yeah, it sounds uh, like that. It sounds like the the in early twenty two that stadium deal is going it, up or down. It's going to come up for a vote. Yeah, and uh, I think it's going to be voted down, and I, I think the A's are headed to Las Vegas, and. Uh, so uh, I, I applaud Mark for taking the job, but I think he's going to be dealing with the sinking ship, and I don't think the A's are going to be any good until they get they get a permanent home or relocated, period. Yeah, and maybe um, they need a new owner because if the owner comes in with the same attitude, it doesn't really matter where he is if he's going to be as weird well, as, he, as he seems yeah. to be. So, uh, but yeah, from because uh, I've been reading both the Bay Area papers and the papers in Las Vegas, it looks more and more likely the Oakland A's will be the Las Vegas team sooner rather than later. Okay, and they will be well. They'll be the first baseball team in four cities because you know if they do that. Because right now the only team that's been in four cities are the Sacramento Kings in any sport. Right. Yep. Okay. And uh, let's see. Uh, any more baseball stuff? Any? Any? Nothing new on the bar, on the collective bargaining, I suppose. Uh, uh, they Harry. they met they met last week, but they didn't even discuss the major issues. The only thing they did is they finalized Verlander's contract. Did they exchange Christmas cards? I would <laughs> I would bet yeah. they didn't. I would if they exchanged anything. I'll bet it was hatred Dirty because books. these two yeah. they just do these two sides. I mean, sadly. These two sides do not like one another because on the front office the other day, Duquette was trying to get Bowden to, you know, when do you think it's going to end? When do you think it's going to end? And and Bowden, you know, he tried to deflect it two or three times. And finally, he said, I really just didn't want to be hurtful to our fans. He said, it's getting to the point I could see this going well into the season. Yep. Well, Do they agree we'll on, the, on the shape of the table? Yeah, right. <laughs> we had that. Yeah, we had to deal with that in Vietnam. Okay, yeah. any more baseball? We can move on. Nope, to I the... think that's it. Last yeah. item that I had was uh, the uh, MLS uh, schedule. They're going to open on February 26th of next year, and they're going to uh, finish up uh, their uh, season. I think the uh, championship game is on uh, November 4th. Now, I don't know. It seems to me they opened a little later, but I think it's because of the World Cup. It turns out it's in Qatar. Again, not Qatar, yeah. Qatar. And uh, because they they're playing that there in November because it's going it's so hot that you have to do it well, there. It's, but you know. But here's the thing: when all right, 
that when David Yosef reported that, yeah, he was saying the World Cup. However, before the pandemic, going back to 2020, if you remember, they had about almost a month's worth of games in, or about several weeks in, because they always start mid to late February anyway, and their their championship usually right around the end of the World Series or right around that time is a Saturday of the World Series, you know, in the daytime or that Saturday after. So they're kind of back to their regular schedule, but it just so happens that they, they had to make sure that they got on regular schedule because of the World Cup. They couldn't, you know, they might, there was talk that they would have delayed it a month or so since they ended in December this year with the championship. They might have started in March, but with the World Cup being late November, Starting right. with the late, you know, late well, I don't know, and I'm not an MLS historian, but I remember they used to kind of start when the baseball season started, and they used to yeah. go and have their. But I think they had fewer games because they used yeah. to well, go. Well, they had fewer. They had fewer teams. They got like 27 teams now, and I think a 28 team coming in because I I don't know a whole lot about it. I've just picked up what since we got the Austin team. You know, they talk about it a little bit. And so they played 34 games now, regular season. I think, right. I, think I, think for most of us, I think for most of us, the MLS is right up there with the WNBA. No one cares. You know, I, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's one of those where, yeah, it's just, but it is kind of, it will. And I'll tell you, even in the soccer world, they're not, they're not looked at as the major they're not. They're looked at maybe a little below the Japanese league. In, no, uh, the, the, one league that, the one is, that I hear most about is the, the European one. Yeah, right. the Premier yeah. League yeah. is that's the, the one you hear the most about. Premier League, Premier League, Spanish La Liga, Italian Serie A, and German Bundesliga. But Premier League and Spanish La Liga are like the top two. Right. Anyway, all right. That's you, can, you can tell that Sean's been at, at, at sports bars at 11 in the morning where they're watching soccer. So he knows the <laughs> right. league. No, actually, there are, there are places around here. They open up for those 7 a.m. There's they're, they cater to those soccer crowds. Those British, <laughs> yeah. they open up. They open up at seven a.m. for those early Saturday morning English uh-huh. Premier League soccer games. That's and those right. Games. They they would not have get, me at seven a.m. I assure you. No, they well. get ratings. English Premier League gets a lot better ratings here in the U.S. than MLS does. I will say that. But anyway, that's our yeah. soccer talk of the year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, for yeah, we did it last week. That's two weeks in a row because we re- announced the result of the MLS too. So, anybody uh, got any other things we want to talk about? For before we head out, I think no, we can close it out. I, I think we close it. I just think we want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes, we do. You have a, a great holiday, and, and we will be back next week. And yes. remember the uh, Christmas party that we're going to have for uh, replacing all things radio on Thursday night. We'll talk about our Christmas memories, what we're planning for Christmas, and you know, upcoming uh, thoughts about New Year's and whatever. But we'll be yeah. around next week, and we will uh, finish up uh, the sports year with in style. So, Sean, uh, take it away. All right, and also remember tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern, Bill and Perry and Friends. Uh, what adventures will we have? There's always been one on the Bill and Gary and Bill and Perry show the last few weeks. Get to find out uh, if you come back here to the Worldwide Legend. Also, if you want to listen to this podcast again at any time, download it, legendoldies.com. Type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher. Uh, tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or the Sports Lounge Live podcast from TuneIn if the one way doesn't work. Also, go to 
3006, option number nine. And there you go. So Merry Christmas, everybody. See you. See somebody tomorrow. See somebody Thursday. The rest of you, we'll, we'll see you back next week. And hope you all have a good Festivus, Kwanzaa, Christmas. We already had Hanukkah, so all the yeah, other Christmas. See you. We're good. See you next week.